Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to D Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is uh, Jack Gentry, the Tighten Up Podcast, and we are Nashville's on-demand sports network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. we got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where you go to make them a part of your new uh, car buying process. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. They are online at KrebsKubota.com. Dot com. So Jared asked earlier, uh, right in the cold open there, Jack, where can he find all of Sam's content for the Senior Bowl? Well, it's in all of the places, right? Uh, Sam has written a couple articles yesterday uh, on prospects he's talked to and likes for the Titans. Uh, those are on A2ZSports.com slash Nashville. So A2ZSports.com slash Nashville is where you can find that. Then we just got our social media. We've got videos up on Twitter. Instagram, uh, YouTube videos, also uh, uh, TikTok. I'm sure we'll have uh, some content as well as we get the original video from our team down there in Mobile. And then at some point today, Sam will have a special edition Titans at 2. I don't think it's going to be at 2 o'clock. It might have to be between Senior Bowl practices. But at some point, he will have a special edition Titans at 2 streaming live on these same platforms, Facebook, YouTube, uh, and Twitch. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's where, uh, Sam's going to be. And he'll, he'll talk through, I don't even know what he's going to talk about yet. I haven't talked to Sam, uh, since Monday night, Monday night is when I last talked to Sam. Uh, so we'll kind of see, uh, how that, uh, plays out on his Titans at two special edition today. So get ready for that. Uh, but Jack today, we're also going to talk this morning about the ESPN.com top 50 free agent list that they published yesterday. It's just one through 50, the the best 50 guys who are pending free agency. Obviously we know there's still plenty of time. There's a month and a half for these teams to re-sign their players, to slap a franchise tag onto some of their players before they hit the open market in the middle of March. Uh, But let's just hear this from new head coach, Brian Callahan on the two words that he thinks will represent his Titans teams uh, and what players he's looking for. So here's Callahan from his press conference last week. Resilient and relentless. You know, I think that's the easiest way to say it. Uh, you want you want your team to have those two qualities, and if you have those things, uh, if you're if you're resilient and you can handle the ups and downs and you can handle the um, the good and the bad, and you're relentless in how you approach every day at work, every day at practice, every game you play, um, your results will they'll come and. Um, if you, if you turn on the tape and you look at the Tennessee Titans, and I hope those are the two words that come to mind. 
Yeah, the two words. So you're trying to look at resilient, relentless. There's a lot of buzzwords in that. But Brian Callahan's going to want to team up with Rand Carthon and bring players in here in free agency that are going to fit the culture. This is a this is a very important offseason in free agency class, Jack, because it's setting the foundation of what the new head coach and the new GM relationship wants to build here. Yeah, no question about it. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see which position Brian Callahan prioritizes here. The Titans have a whole lot of holes on offense, yeah. right? And uh, funny enough, I texted you this, and, you know, I, I mentioned it on Twitter. I ran into Jim Schwartz at Dick's yesterday. And, you know, the, the person in front of us was having issues at the at the card scanner. And me and me and Jim Schwartz had a lot of extra time to talk about this. And he mentioned, you know, the Titans <laughs> don't have any talent on offense. So it's hard, even though you bring in an offensive guy like Callahan, to make that work without any star power on that side of the ball. They do have a lot of money to spend. I, and I will say this about the NFL draft. It's a great year to be looking at tackle and wide receiver. It is a great year to need those two positions, but they still have to patch up some other holes, uh, you know, in this free agency cycle. And there's a handful of guys that, that I know Titans fans have kind of kept their eye on throughout this whole process. Um, but, you know, just listening to some of, some of the things that Callahan has said over the last week or two since he's been hired, it, it, it's starting to feel like he might value the wide receiver position a little bit more than the offensive line. And, it's easy to understand why, right? Like the the Bengals were still able to have plenty of success up there on offense, despite a horrible tire tenure. They threw money at that problem, still didn't work. But Jake Browning and Joe Burrow both succeeded at quarterback, uh, you know, with a mediocre at best offensive line in front of him. I think that he can help mask a lot of the, some of those problems with talent outside, like he did with Jamar Chase, like he did with T. Higgins, two wide receivers drafted the year Burrow was drafted in the following year with Jamar Chase to come in and, and, and help, you know, alleviate some of those worries that you have up front. So um, I, I'm starting to feel like he's going to lean towards fixing this wide receiver problem before anything else. But well, no matter what he fixes first, you still got to fix both, right? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. So I know you uh, you will have more details on the Tighten Up podcast this week about your uh, standing in line <laughs> at Dick's Sporting Goods with Jim Schwartz and figuring out uh, the Titans offense. So that'll be coming out a day later than typical, right? So that is tomorrow is when the Titan podcast will come out with those stories. Well, yeah. Tonight, at, tonight at midnight, when it'll okay. drop. So y'all won't want to miss it. There's one former Titan that Jim Schwartz does not think highly of. I think that all y'all would get a kick out of that. Tease, 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 tease. So that will be fantastic on the A to Z sports podcast network, wherever you get your podcast, Titan up pod at uh, uh, midnight tonight. So the Titans, have the second most cap space in the NFL. And this is a moving target, right? I've been looking at uh, overthecap.com. It's a moving target based off what the salary cap is. Titans have about $70 million of cap space, the second most behind the commanders, then the Patriots, Bengals, and Colts, and the Lions. Man, I mean, the Texans have a lot of space. All of those teams, Texans, Lions, Colts, Bengals, Patriots, Titans, Commanders, all have north of $57 million of cap space. Uh, so there's teams that can make some moves for some free agents. So now I'll just going to go through, before we ask everybody their top target in free agency, Jack, I'm going to list the top 10 free agents available according to ESPN.com on their ESPN Plus article that came out on Tuesday. Number one, 
Chris Jones, defensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Chris Jones, 30 years old. He feels like he's been around for a lot longer than that. But Chris Jones is about to make bank this year after just having a one-year deal last season. Number two on ESPN's list. In the division, Jacksonville Jaguars edge defender Josh Allen, who is entering his 27-year-old season. I do not expect him to get out on the open market. Number three, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. That will be a very interesting one as he's coming off of an Achilles injury and he's 36 years old. Number four, Ravens defensive tackle Justin Matabuke, who is 26 years old. Number five, Dolphins defensive lineman Christian Wilkins, who is 28 years old. Number six, Carolina Panthers edge rusher Brian Burns at 26. Number seven, Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, who is just 25 years old. Number eight, Daniil Hunter from the Minnesota Vikings at 29. Jalen Johnson, the Bears cornerback, 25. Very and good. Antoine Winfield. Buck safety entering his 26 year old season. So those are the top 10 names on ESPN. That's a lot of big star power names right there, Jack. Yeah, absolutely. And with all the spinning power, the Titans have, you'd probably come out a little disappointed if they didn't at least come close to signing one of those guys. I know T Higgins is the one guy in the top 10 that probably makes the most sense for the Titans, but we'll get into who we believe is the right fit here in a minute. But yeah, you know, a lot of star power up there. The top 10 guys, there aren't many of those dudes that I expect to get to the open market in the first place. But there is a ton of meat on the bone when it comes to the rest of this list. Yeah, and a couple people in the comments. Uh, Andre, I think it was. And then where'd the other one go? Um, Connor, <laughs> just screaming. Where's Legereus Sneed? Uh, he's number 11. <laughs> the Chiefs corner, Legereus <laughs> Sneed is number 11 right outside that top 10. So Jack, with that being said, let's go ahead and ask the chat this question. Who is your number one free agency fit for the Tennessee Titans in this offseason? Who is your number one free agency fit for the Titans this offseason? We'll go through it uh, here together. We'll talk about, you know, people will name names. We'll tell them where they land if they're in ESPN's top 50. So who is your number one free agency fit the Tennessee Titans this offseason. But first, I'm going to tell everybody about our great friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, you have to know where you can turn to and who you can trust when it comes to uh, your injuries and your uh, fixing your injuries, recovering from them. You have to know who you can trust, and that is the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, Tennessee. They have all the experts and the resources under one roof uh, in Franklin, right off of I-65 and Murfreesboro Pike. Uh, they've got satellite uh, studios and clinics across uh, the, uh, the county of Williamson County for your uh, benefit as well, boneandjointtn.org. Excuse me, my computer is buffering here. Uh, tough internet to start the day over where uh -oh. I'm living in West Nashville. Um, Bet MGM. Also a great place to get in the game with sports betting. If you're looking to get in and get some action ahead of the big game, do it with BetMGM. Switch your sportsbook if you're already using one. BetMGM has an offer that nobody else can compete with. New users can plug in our bonus code that you're seeing on our screen right now, A to Z Sports, and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. 
it's a great time, like I just said, to get some skin in the game. There's a ton of sports going on right now. College basketball is in full swing. What a night we had last night on the hardwood. And, you know, an even bigger one coming up on Saturday with some top-tier matchups. So get in the game with BetMGM, start building that bankroll ahead of the big game, and then really cash in here in a couple of weeks when the Chiefs and the Niners meet out in Las Vegas. Download BetMGM, plug in our bonus code A to Z Sports, and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. And Jack, I've got something new today with BetMGM that we have to talk about. The big game calls for an epic party. That's exactly what BetMGM's big game bash is delivering. This is your chance to see country music superstar and two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year, Luke Combs, on Saturday, February 10th in Las Vegas. Are you ready to get in in the action? Join BetMGM at the Chelsea inside the Majestic Cosmopolitan for an epic performance. Only a limited number of tickets are available for this exclusive event. So download that BetMGM app now to get your tickets. The most exciting Sunday in sports. And BetMGM has you covered all game long as well. Don't miss out on the big game excitement with Luke Combs and the king of sports books. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only for problem game sport. Call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. So Jack, uh, I'll send it to you. We asked everybody who is your number one, your number one free agent fit for the Tennessee Titans this offseason, uh, I'll have you go to the chat on Facebook and YouTube. By the way, need more likes. So as Jack is reading off your comments, we need more likes on Facebook and on YouTube. Jack, who is the chat saying as the best free agent fit? Jeff Rubel said there's a need for Snead in Tennessee, and he's not wrong. The Titans absolutely need cornerback help, whether they find that in the draft or in free agency. Jay Rome says... If it ain't offensive line, cornerback, or wide receiver, don't even touch it. Don't even look at it, says Jay Rome, if it's not one of those three positions. Christian says Jalen Johnson. Najee says T. Higgins. Uh, Hayden also says Jalen Johnson. There's a lot of T. Higgins in the chat. Let's get to some of those. Darius, Eric, Pistol, Josh, all on the Higgins train. Jonathan's on the Sneed train. Um, So is Brandon. Higgins from Lucas, Sneed from Connor. So it's really a two-horse race at this stage in the chat. Higgins from uh, Kevin. Chris Jones says, T.Y., I don't know that the Titans want to spend all of their money on the interior defensive line positions. Um, No, there's no way you're going to buy Big Jeff and Chris Jones, even though those two Mississippi State Bulldogs would love to play next to each (laughs) other. And that would be like a, a sitcom slash kind of thriller. Uh, series of those two guys, but a horror, a horror uh, film for whatever quarterback horror, they're horror comedy, yeah, a horror comedy between those two <laughs> on and off the field is very different. But I think uh, they would love that. But there's no way in hell the Titans are going to pay like 200 million dollars for uh, two defensive tackles. Yeah, the Titans already have a nice duo of bulldogs on that offensive line uh, with Danico Autry and Big Jeff. Well, Danico um, is a is a free agent as well. By true. The way. Jalen Johnson from Brandon Dozier. So that's the first Jalen Johnson comment we've seen, but it's not the last because Zach C on YouTube agrees with him. Michael Pittman from the Colts is what Jason Martinez believes. Um, All right, Higgins you want to talk Jimmy, about Michael Higgins Pittman for a second? Let's go ahead. Let's have that discussion. Michael Pittman is number 17 on the list from ESPN.com. And here's the blurb about him with his physical six foot four frame and high end ball skills. Pittman can play the boundary or create vertical matchups from the slot alignments. He has the vision to produce on catch and run concepts, 44 and a half percent of his career high 
1,150 receiving yards coming from after the catch this season. That's pretty impressive. With Pittman's 109 receptions in 2023, they were also a career best, and he's more than willing to do the dirty work in the areas of the field. So Michael Pittman is interesting, right? So I think Michael Pittman would be a really good consolation prize if you can't get T. Higgins. But the problem is the Indianapolis Colts have the fifth most cap space, and I don't think Michael Pittman is going to get out of Indy. Yeah, letting your best wide receiver walk as you're trying to develop your first-round quarterback, not the best strategy for Anthony Richardson's growth. Um, Continuing yeah. in the chat, we see Matthew say Higgins or Evans to pair with Hopkins. It'd be nice to give Hopkins a Robin, but in this case, Higgins or Evans could easily serve as a Batman um, on, on that wide receiver room. Zach Green also agrees with Mike Evans. Such a red zone threat, Austin. An incredible career, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. career. It'd be nice to bring him to Tennessee. Um, T. Higgins, Jalen Johnson, Derek says Derek Henry. Um, T. Sneed, Jalen Johnson, Higgins. So it's kind of the same group of guys that we're seeing a lot of fans mention in the chat. Austin, I'm not going to go sexy with this. I'm not going to go skill at wide receiver. I'm not going to go cornerback, even though the Titans desperately need one. I'm going to go offensive line. And with what the Titans are likely to do in the draft, which is find a left tackle early, if not in the first round, definitely in the second. You don't want to be in a position where you have a left guard entering their second year, a left tackle that's a rookie, and then also fix the right tackle problem in the draft. Have a really young offensive line. There's going to be a lot of youth. And sure, there will be growth, but what comes with growth? Growing pains. Will Levis cannot afford to take another beating at the expense of you know Titans offensive linemen growing and learning how to play in this league. So I believe the Titans have to fix the issue in free agency on the right side of the offensive line. That's where there's a great option. Number 26 on the list. New England Patriots right tackle, Mike Unwainu. He's just turned 26 years old. He's got experience at left guard. He's got experience at right guard. He settled in at right tackle in week seven of the season. He's a really good player, and his market value is $13.5 million per year. I think that's absolutely affordable for the Titans and what they have to spend this offseason. He's allowed just three sacks in 2023, one sack in 2022, two sacks in 2021, and three sacks in 2020. That's, what does that add up to be? That's nine sacks in four years playing three different positions from a guy who just turned 26, who could still have his best football in front of him, especially when you bring in an offensive line coach like Bill Callahan. If you miss on Bill Callahan, Mike Munchak would be great for him to work with, along with some of the younger guys on the offensive line. You don't have to go full-on Cincinnati Bengals and spend all of your cap on the offensive line. But Mike and Wayne, you solves a lot of problems. Austin, just 0.1 sacks per game in 2022 and 2023, just 0.6 pressures allowed, or excuse me, hurries allowed. That's below the league average. The Titans absolutely have to clean up that side of the offensive line while they find their left tackle of the future in the draft. You like what you got in Skaronsky. You'll work it out at center with Brewer or whoever else that uh, you know could fill that spot. But on Wayne, you gives you versatility up front. He gives you a reliable option at right tackle. His PFF grades, Austin, were never below 79 until this past season where he had to spend four games out at right guard before mm-hmm. moving over to right tackle because the Patriots needed him everywhere. Mike and Wayne, you, while it's not the sexy pick this offseason, is a great run blocker, top 15 run block win rate in the NFL. 
Go get him. Spend your money on your offensive line. Protect your investment in Will Levis by going out and getting a guy who can protect that man. Mike and Wayne, you, New England Patriots free agent, just turned 26 years old, answers a lot of the Titans' problems on the right side of that O-line. I think that would make a lot of sense. So, Jack, if you could, do you have his pass block rep number in the sacks allowed this year available? I think I heard you say that earlier, right? Uh, you, you know, I know he played, I think it was 850 snaps. And in those 850 snaps at multiple positions, he only allowed right. three sacks. And three sacks is the most he's allowed in his career. So let's just half it. Let's just say he had, you know, 400 something uh, pass uh, block reps and only gave up three sacks, right? I mean, you got Andre Dillard who gave up 12 and played, I think just 200 something uh, pass block snaps this year. And Jalen Duncan, both Jalen Duncan and Andre Dillard gave up one sack every 22 to 25 pass block reps. I mean, this is going to be at least like triple uh, the rate in the, in the good way of what uh, Dillard and Duncan were on the left side this past season. Oh, it's God awful. Austin. There are only three teams in the NFL that allowed more sacks than the Titans this year. That's the Carolina Panthers who would be holding the number one overall pick if they didn't trade it away for Bryce Young. The Washington Commanders, who hold the second overall pick, and the New York Giants, who allowed a million sacks this season, they're picking six. So when your quarterback takes a beating like that and you're constantly having to work from behind the eight ball on offense, having to make up for lost yardage on sacks, you don't give yourself a, a chance to succeed on offense. Mike and Wayne, you gives the Titans a shot on offense. And that's what they yeah. need. If the Titans offensive line can just be average next year, I believe that Callahan can work some magic back there with the talent that, that they're, you know, they've got in-house and that they'll be able to bring in this offseason. All right. So here's your guy, number 26 on the list, Mike on Wayne you from the Patriots. Uh six foot three, 350 pounds, big boy. <laughs> I mean, you can see from the picture I pulled, big dude. Uh, has the ability to play guard or tackle, like Jack just said, but I see him as a better fit inside at guard. So, you know, do you spend $13 million in the open market annual uh, per, uh, per value uh, for a right guard when you have Skronsky at a left guard and then you go draft? You know, I think that's the positional fit is interesting. So, Jack, I did hear yeah. um, Ramon Foster say this morning when they were talking about unweighing you from New England and Ramon, former NFL offensive lineman for a decade plus with Pittsburgh, he talked about why why do a lot of offensive linemen fail when they go sign big contracts in free agency? It's because they're chasing the bag instead of chasing the right fit for them. Because not every blocking scheme is created equal. Not every offensive lineman fits every blocking scheme. I think an easy one that Titans fans will understand is Andy Levitri. Andy Levitri was a stud in Buffalo as a guard. Uh, and then the Titans signed him to, at that point, a massive 60 plus million dollar contract back in the mid 2010s. He came in here, was just not a fit. He just did not fit what the scheme was. That was Bud Adams throwing a bunch of money at something that wasn't going to work. And so you have to find the right scheme fit for an offensive lineman. And based on Ramon's expertise as a former O-lineman, he did say, uh, and this was not an on when you ask, it was a, who are some other NFL teams who run similar type schemes to what Brian Callahan was a part of in Cincinnati 
and the New England Patriots were on that list. So I think I think Ramon that is ball. a good fit. Yes. Ramon knows ball when it comes to the offensive line play. There's no doubt about that. And you know, another reason why I like Unwainu is because when you look at the other options that are available on that side of the ball in free agency, there's not a lot of great choices. And Jonah Jackson is a guy I've seen mentioned in the chat a couple of times, the right tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals, who's had plenty of issues in the last few years and definitely um, was, you know, caught the ire of the Bengals fan base at times. He, you know, why I like Unwainu is because I don't think Jonah Jackson's good enough to get the job done out there for the Titans. He finished 53rd out of 67 tackles. 53rd out of 67 tackles in pass block win rate. That's not what the Titans need to bring in. That's what they yeah. had last year. Right. Let's turn the pay. Let's get better at that spot. Let's not stay the same. Yeah. I, I did want to bring up T Higgins because, you know, a lot. Jonah, Jonah Williams, do you, do you think, do you think T Higgins would be, or was the number one most popular answer from the chat this morning? Yes. By far. Or Jalen Johnson might've been number two. Yeah, you know, him or Sneed, there were a lot of Sneed comments. I would say it's probably, it was probably Higgins, Sneed, Johnson, okay, other. Yeah, okay. So T Higgins, the most popular. So let's look at T Higgins here from ESPN.com. Six foot four can produce at all three levels of the route tree, making him the top wide receiver in free agency. 24 touchdowns over four seasons, along with two 1,000 yard seasons, despite sharing those targets with Jamar Chase has the inside-outside alignment flexibility and vertical stretch traits to post high-end numbers as a volume pass catcher. So I think T. Higgins, obviously, is an ideal dream scenario for Brian Callahan. It's just really difficult for me to see the Tennessee Titans getting a shot at T. Higgins on the open market. You know, the franchise tag number is $21.7 million projected for wide receivers. The Bengals have the cap space to make that move and slap the franchise tag on T. Higgins. Whether they use the franchise tag to buy them more time to pay him long-term or they use that franchise tag to create a, a demand for a tag and trade scenario for another team, I just don't think T. Higgins is going to hit the open market. Yeah, it would be surprising. And the one way you'd probably have to get T. Higgins is after the Bengals franchise tag him, trade something for him. And I don't know that yeah. the Titans are in a position to give up a whole lot to go get T. Higgins when you're looking at a draft class loaded with talent at the wide receiver position. It gets me excited just to talk about how much talent there is at the wide receiver position. And Sammy and some of those other guys for A to Z are down there at the senior bowl getting a firsthand glimpse at some of that talent. So you could go cheap and get an elite wide receiver through the draft and not have to worry about paying him big time money for three, four seasons. So I, yeah. I think that that's the, that's the route that I would prefer, but we've seen it. We, we have a, a great recent example of how, of, you know, the, the gamble that that is in Traylon Burks, just because you draft a receiver highly doesn't mean it'll work out. So it, it's a gamble. The Titans are going to have to make a decision on T Higgins is a known commodity. And I think he would be a great fit, you know, re, you know, coming back into Brian Callahan's offense makes a lot of sense. Deep ball threat with Will Levis back there throwing the football to him would be a great Robin to DeAndre Hopkins, Batman or vice versa. T Higgins makes a ton of sense. He makes yeah. the most sense probably. Uh, so I, I would absolutely be on board for bringing T Higgins to Tennessee. And I saw a comment that said it's Tennessee bias. I don't, I don't think it's Tennessee bias. I think it's just kind of, you know, 
putting the strings all together. And obviously he's got experience in this offense with Callahan. He would work in the Titans offense. The Titans need a guy like that. The Clemson connection between him and D hops fun to talk about, even though they weren't there at the same time. So there's a lot of reasons why T Higgins gets me excited. Yeah. Uh, real quick, a couple super chats. I want to get to before I give you my answer. Uh, Big 10 Jeff comes in here with a super chat to correct Jack Jonah Williams, Jack Jonah yeah, Jackson's the lions. Garbage. I, I Jack realized that, yeah. uh, that, but Jeff just paid $2 to make uh, me read that comment just to correct Jack on air. So congrats, Jeff, for, you know, flexing your $2 muscle. Hey, uh, you know, Brandon, my, uh, my misstep there earned the company $2. So Josh, yeah, thank now. you. Yeah, good mistake. Uh, Brandon <laughs> says, going to talk about the A to Z film room video on free agency and draft. They did a great job. Yeah, sure. I, I think, you know, and somebody asked Jared, it was where to find all the senior bowl coverage. A lot of that is on our A to Z sports film room handles as well on YouTube and TikTok. And I just got this note, Jack, how about this uh, from Jake Evans, our social uh, manager videos from the senior bowl yesterday on film room on TikTok and YouTube did a combined 1.55 million views <laughs> in That's one work. day. That's insane. So go check out A to Z Sports Film Room on YouTube, on TikTok, where a lot of that comment content will go uh, right there. So 1.55 plus combined out there for that. So uh, that's where a lot of our great Senior Bowl content is going as it's more league-wide stuff. So I'm going to get to my best fit for the Titans in free agency. We've also got a couple other Titans uh, that are testing the market potentially that could be coming back. Uh, but first, I want to tell everybody about Krebs Kubota. KrebsKubota.com is where to go for all of your equipment needs. Again, KrebsKubota.com. They've been doing this for over 18 years. Why? Because their customer service is top-notch. That's allowed this family-owned and operated company to go from one location in Columbia to three, adding Franklin and Murfreesboro over the last couple of years. Krebs Kubota is also an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best uh, equipment in the industry with the Kubota line and the best warranties in the industry with Kubota to tag along with the best customer service. Krebs Kubota is your place to go for whatever you need this spring as a, hey, it's going to be like 65 something degrees outside this weekend. So if you need that weekend project, you can rent the equipment at Krebs Kubota. If you need to buy it for the long haul uh, to make sure your yard, your property is looking its best Krebs Coin toss, national anthem, the color of the Gatorade poured on the winning head coach. These are all fun, super or big game props that you can bet on. If you download BetMGM, use our bonus code A to Z Sports, you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, they're going to make sure that you're starting off in the green. And there's no better time to get some skin in the game and get invested in the, than in the big game. So download BetMGM, plug in our bonus code A to Z Sports, get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, so my pick for the best fit for the Titans in free agency from ESPN.com's top 50 list is on the defensive side of the ball. It's in the secondary, but I'm not going to go with Jalen Johnson. I don't think he gets out of Chicago at 25 years old. He's too damn good in the Bears. Uh, have some room to work with with $46 million of cap space. I think Jalen Johnson is staying there. Legereus Sneed, he's really damn good. I think we all know that. The Chiefs don't have a ton of space, but $28 million is enough to try to make Legereus Sneed stay there. 
with Trent McDuffie. So this Super Bowl window for the Chiefs can continue to roll. So I'm not going to go with the top two corners uh, on the list. I'm not going to go with Kendall Fuller, who's a 29-year-old corner from the Washington Commanders, because I think he's going to want to go somewhere where he can win because he's been paid some big money before. I am going to go, Jack, to the number 29 player overall on this list, and that is Ouzier from the Cincinnati Bengals. I played the video from Brian Callahan earlier. Relentless uh, type of attitude. Everything that he wants his team, resilient type of guy. He was returning from his ACL injury a year ago. He had one pick and three pass breakups and 57 total tackles a season. He's six foot, 200 pounds. He's not not only with man coverage skills, the challenge on the perimeter, but also fluid movement traits and closing speed to play off the ball in zone schemes. Awuzier would be an upgrade for a secondary and contending team. He'd also be a hell of an upgrade for the Tennessee Titans. So that is my best fit because the Titans don't just need one corner. The Titans need like one receiver, a higher end receiver, right? They need so many corners because Christian Fulton's a free agent. You've got uh, Sean Murphy Bunting as a free agent. And then you've got a bunch of guys that you would rather draft over or replace. And when you're talking about leadership, I think that's where you go and get a Wuzier in, in free agency. I think he's a realistic ad. He's not going to break the bank. And I think him being 29 years old is a benefit. He's also hungry because the other guys on this list ahead of him at the corner position are coming off of like bona fide baller seasons because they didn't have an ACL injury the year before. They, you know, they were setting themselves up healthy to go into a contract year. Ouzier came back from an injury, had a really solid year. So I think you're going to get him for a more affordable rate for a cornerback who can be a stud. And obviously the camaraderie and the existing chemistry that he has with Brian Callahan is a bonus. How can it, and this is a big deal, right? Brian Callahan, offensive-minded head coach. He's going to have to oversee a defense, right? It'd be really good to have a player that you're familiar with help you in that transition of overseeing the defense with a really good player that you can trust, and that's where I think Ouzier comes into that, who's a veteran guy. I think it's a really good fit. Yeah, I do too. And how many times on the game day shows, Austin, did we talk about the Titans losing the turnover battle? I mean, it was practically every single week. So bringing in a quarterback who can change the game by forcing turnovers, forcing fumbles, he's he's forced four in his career, or picking off quarterbacks. He's He's got six in his career, however, none since 2021. I, I think that that's a big-time help, and he's played on both sides of the ball. There's a comment that said that they believe he's a slot corner. I, I disagree. I think he can play outside. How many times this season were the Titans burned by just one guy on the outside? How many 100-yard mm-hmm. receivers do the Titans allow? I, I don't have that information in front of me, but it feels like quite a few. Every time they were burned in the passing game, it felt like it was one guy doing it to him, whether it was Noah Brown for the Texans, uh, Keenan Allen from the Chargers early on in the season, or Calvin Ridley uh, with the Jaguars who torched the Titans secondary. So they, they need a guy who can shut down that number one option on the other team. With Christian Fulton and Sean Murphy bunting, those guys are both probably your second best corner on you know a normal team. I know Fulton had to you know cosplay as the number one cornerback for times with the Titans, and it didn't go well at all. So bring in a true bona fide proven number one corner will do dividend will will absolutely do dividends for the Titans in a, in a division by the way which has become much more pass happy than we've seen it before you know in decades before 
Yeah, and so I did see this from Caleb. He says, another corner with an ACL issue, Austin. Do healthy cornerbacks not exist? Caleb. It's football. It, ACL was two seasons ago. Like, in 2022, he played this year fine. Was Harold Landry bad this year? Or did nope. Harold Landry have another double-digit sack season the year after tearing his ACL? Like, Caleb, Jeffrey Simmons tore his ACL. There's ACL tears up and down NFL rosters, great players, bad players who come back from ACLs. Like it's not like that is a an overall, you know, injury prone situation. ACL tears are the worst type of luck. They can happen to anybody at any time in a lot of different ways. An ACL issue is not anything to be worried about. It was 2 years ago. He should be even better. Even better. Like you can be concerned about a player having the next year after the ACL, but it's the year two after the ACL where they make a better jump and are more like themselves pre-ACL. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you're when a player is 29 years old on the free agent market, he's going to have injury history, whether that, that, that the list of injuries is short or long. I, I think Awuzie, you know, answered a lot of questions about that with his play this season. So that's not something I'm really worried about in him. And if you're a Titans fan, you know, what makes him even more attractive is this past season, you know, it's hard to perform well the year after you tear that ACL. But two years removed, that's when you get back to your old self. That's when you start to really improve. And perhaps his best years are still ahead of him outside. Yeah, and uh, Devin says, I believe, believe it or not, your ACL is better post-surgery than before. To an extent. If it is done right, if it heals correctly, if the anchors and the graft uh, truly do set strongly, then yes, it can be up until, uh, and I learned this from our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, uh, that when you tear your ACL, which is a ligament, you usually grab a tendon to replace it. And so like for me, I have a patella tendon as my ACL graph in my left knee. It's been, it'll be 15 years in October since that's happened over time crazy the body's weird it takes that tendon and turns it back into a ligament uh, over time ligaments are weaker than tendons so for your first five to eight years it's a tendon there for a ligament which is a good thing and then people bring up unless your name is Hill Lawan and unlike Lawan's first surgery that he still I believe has an open lawsuit uh, against Dr. D- James Andrews uh, for uh, a bad surgery. So there's that, um, that Luan is, uh, at least saying is a bad surgery with a lawsuit. Kane says, blah, blah, blah. Dude is trash about a If he was so good, why didn't he say in Dallas? Well, the Bengals paid him 21 and a half million dollars over three years. Uh, that's you don't get that money. If you're a bad cornerback and the, the Dallas Cowboys wanted to invest that money in different places. And they went out and drafted a cornerback like Trayvon Diggs. And why Man. am I forgetting the, the guy's name, yeah, Deron Blant. Mr. Pick Six. set an NFL record for interceptions returned for touchdowns this season. So they wanted to get younger at that position. That's why they moved on from Awuzie. The Bengals still saw plenty of value in him. Not only did they sign him, they started him. He's been starting ever since he got there. So yeah. I think that that, that perception is a, a little twisted, and I wanted to straighten that up a little bit. For sure. All right. Uh, yeah, Lou Man says, Dr. Austin City. Uh, I did not... Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I, I have talked a lot to the people at the Bone and Joint Institute um, over the years. So 
that'll uh, help us out for sure. All right. So those are my, those are my, that's mine. Wouzier from Cincinnati to help the secondary. And then Jack went with on Wayne. So some easy names uh, for us to pronounce uh, (laughs) for our our top free agent targets, Mike on Wayne and Chidobi Wuzier corner from the Bengals. So I think those are pretty two solid uh, options. If the Titans could find a way to land both of those, we're sitting here going, Oh, all right. That's your, your check in two big boxes. If they could land those two guys, which would be, you know, not top tier free agents, but pretty high damn quality free agents, especially once we see who gets the franchise tag across the league and who doesn't. And you're going to, you're going to overpay oftentimes in free agency because you've got to outbid every other team in the NFL. That's interested in that player. You could get those those players. Those two guys, the ceiling for what you'd have to pay for those two guys is very affordable for the Titans. You're not going to have to break the bank for either one of those players. So that's why I think that they're great fits as well, because not only could you bring those two in, but with the money that you save, you can go out there and make another splash. Yep. All right. Two Titans who find themselves on this list of the top 50 free agents. And what is their chances of coming back uh, to the team this off season? But first farm to your health plans is where you should turn for all of your health coverage. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. They are partners with the Tennessee Titans, with Tennessee Volunteers, and with other sports teams and communities across the entire state because Farm Bureau Health Plans has been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. It's over 76 years now that they've been serving uh, Tennesseans, and we've been working with Farm Bureau Health Plans uh, for two full years, about to be a third year as we're excited about that. But Farm Bureau Health Plans can can get you covered across the board with your health plan, uh, health, dental, vision. Uh, If you need to plug in some holes or gaps that you have with your employer with dental and vision plans that are better than what your employer offers, that's where Farm Bureau Health Plans can come in and help out. Maybe you just need it all across the board. Uh, Depending on whatever your situation is, Farm Bureau Health Plans will go to battle for you to find the best fit for you and your health plan. So check them out and get started online at fbhp.com slash atoz. Get started in your sports betting career at betmgm.com and use our bonus code that you see on your screen right now, A to Z Sports. Plug that in, and you'll receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if your first bet misses. No worries if you lose that first bet. You're not going to start out in the red. BetMGM is going to get you back. They're going to get you in the green to start it off, and then you go from there. It's a great time to do it, too, with the big game coming up. A lot of sports are going on right now. The Preds have a four-game homestand coming up uh, starting tonight, actually. So plenty of stuff to bet on. Do it with BetMGM. Download the app. New users, plug in our bonus code A to Z Sports, and you'll get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. All right, Jack, we've got two Titans players who found themselves in ESPN.com's top 50 free available free agents this offseason. So we're going to see and ask what percentage chance do you think they will come back. So let me get the graphic up here for these two guys, and they're right there in order. Derrick Henry, the 37th best free agent, and Sean Murphy Bunting, the cornerback, the 38th best free agent on the open market, according to ESPN Plus and ESPN.com. So Jack, Zach and I asked this question to everybody on Monday. I'm going to ask it to you. What percentage chance do you think Derrick Henry is back with the Tennessee Titans? 
Man, I would love for him to be back. And I, I know all of you guys that are worried about the cap or worried about, you know, the savings that they could have if they let him walk. And, you know, he is 30 and they've got Tajay Spears who just emerged. But, man, I'd love to have Derrick Henry back. However, I don't know that Derrick Henry wants to be back after listening to his interview on Busting with the Boys. Um, it makes me feel like his heart is set on winning a Super Bowl. And at the ripe age of 30 years old, as a running back in the NFL with the mileage that he's got and the tread on the tires that he's got, I think that there's really a 10% chance that he returns. And it hurts my heart to say it. But I think that there's a great chance that he goes somewhere else, is the feature back in a pass-heavy offense, and does the dirty work on the goal line, You know, can be a bell cow type back if that's what they need to do that day. But I believe he's going to go find a contender and fit in really well and make a push for the Super Bowl. Look, it's what he deserves. The Titans came so close to giving him that dream, but you know he he knows that his time is limited in this league. And you know when you come into this league as a running back, not many people make it to thirty years old. Much less are looking for a new contract, and we'll have suitors yeah. willing to pay you money as a running back who's thirty years old. I still believe he's got a couple good years left in him. It sucks that the Titans' offensive line hasn't been able to really provide him with some hope and, and, you know, some promise, at least when it, when you look towards the future here in Tennessee. So I believe that there's a 10% Derrick Henry returns. I think he'll find a home late in free agency with a contending team. All right. So you're at 10%, Jack, my answer on Monday was 11%. So we're very oh, close. Okay. You also said late in free agency. I also said Monday that I don't think Derrick Henry signs the team before the NFL draft. I think it's a post NFL draft yeah. uh, landing spot for him. Uh, Zach's percentage chance was 2.2. So he moved a decimal on the Jersey number 2.2% chance. And I think all of us kind of agreed that the Titans need to move on from Derrick Henry to move forward with the evolution of the offense. Right. I think it's an understanding of what that represents, uh, there. So I'm, you know, but you and I are right you there. When you look at what Brian Callahan was able to achieve in Cincinnati, Joe Mixon was a huge part of that. And I know that Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry aren't at the same spot in their careers, but Joe Mixon carried the load for the Bengals. And I know that they had Samaj P. Ryan the last couple of years. I know that Chase Brown emerged this year. But for the most part, it wasn't really a split system up there. It wasn't 50-50, which is kind of how Titans fans believe that this thing would go if Henry came back. Mixon was leaned on heavily. So if Henry does return, I do expect a heavy dose of Derrick Henry again. And, you know, Tajay Spears, he's got a lot of strengths and he's explosive with that football in the hand. Man, is he fun to watch. But yeah. I, I, I just think that if you bring Henry back, you're going to you're gonna use him a lot. And uh, David says, I, I don't believe in Spears. I think the Titans need to draft somebody. I mean, I if you don't believe in Tajay Spears, then I don't know what you believe in. Like, what the guy more was, can he show you? Yeah. Tajay Spears was really good as a rookie and look, it, he wasn't perfect, but he was playing behind the worst offensive line. Tajay Spears was very good in the, in the role that he was in. Um, I think you should believe in Tajay Spears. Of course, the Tennessee Titans are going to have to have another running back, but that's, that's the difference in what they should be doing. They should go multiple running backs to complement each other instead of having the 85% production, Derrick Henry and the 15% production backup like Dontrell Hilliard or, uh, you know, Darrington Evans or, uh, you know, insert name here uh, that Tajay Spears was better than all the Owens before. 
Yeah, and, and I think the the one reason why Titans fans are still, or some Titans fans, I should say, are still a little skeptical is whether or not Tajay Spears can be a three-down back. I don't think the Titans have plans to use him as a three-down back. I think that that puts him in a bad position with his injury history, with his skill set. I think that you maximize every touch that Tajay Spears has, and he should have 15 touches at least every single Sunday, whether that's catching the football out of the backfield yeah. or running the football. So I think you maximize his touches but don't, you don't have to run him into the ground. You don't have to make him be a three-down back. Use him how you want, but don't overuse him. That's how you maximize your talent with Tajay Spears. Yeah, uh, Malachi says three-down backs don't exist anymore. No, I think three-down back skill sets exist, but it's the volume of, I guess, snap share that doesn't exist as much anymore. I think Tajay Spears has the skill set to be a three-down back. I just think you need depth at the position. Anyway, so all right, Foreman, so we talked about would be fun. I saw someone mention Foreman in the chat. That would be a fun, I mean, little reunion. Yeah, but the year that that was like now three seasons ago that he was great, <laughs> right? Like it's like okay, it, it's it's been a while. Like you like you know so like just that bring type. Him back. Of, I, I I think I'm thinking like that type of running back would be a great yin to Spears's yang. You know, get back to the smash yeah. and dash, thunder and lightning. All right, let's get to the other one on this list. Sean Murphy bunting at 38th. Here's what ESPN.com says. With his long, lean frame and fluid hips, Murphy bunting has the coverage traits to play in multiple NFL systems. Over his five pro seasons, he has eight interceptions and 22 pass breakups. So, Jack, what percentage chance, and we can ask this to the chat, what percentage chance do we think Sean Murphy bunting returns uh, for the Titans in free agency this offseason? You know, I've, I've talked a lot. Both starting cornerbacks, Christian Fulton and Sean Murphy Bunting, were on contract years. They're both out uh, right now. You know, I, I don't think the door is closed on Christian Fulton by any means with the exit of Mike Rabel. But on Sean Murphy Bunting, what percentage chance do you think he can return? I see some percentages come back from the chat. So if you want to uh, go to the chat first, and then we'll get our answers in here. Yeah, absolutely. Let's start in the chat. Let's start us off on YouTube where Eric Castillo says 100% chance. Jaron on Facebook says 30%. Gary's at 80. Jason's on the other side of that coin at 20%. Jeff Rubel says 60%. He was a decent corner. Uh, 24% from Jared. Um, continuing to scroll here. Scott Weaver's at 20. Ira Hoshi's at 25. MB's at 60. So is Brandon. Um, Darius Horton, 55, just below those two. David's at 40. Mark's at 50. Rooney says 30. Deshaun says 74%. 43% from True Hype. Billy says 20. Uh, probably the most popular answer right now, although there are some big numbers, like Ronnie, who says 70%. Uh, Jody, 35. JMs agrees. David Johnson says 12%. So we have a low percentage there. Albert says 80. If Shane Bowen's not there, 30%. I think that that's an important caveat. Esco, way to point that out. That's going to be a big factor, I believe. Samuel says 47. Luman says 92. Roger says 70. Pistol says 60, 70 from J uh, Jason, 75 from Sam, 70 from Biggie. Austin, I'm right below those guys. I'm at 65% with my man Elton Jones. I think that there's a good chance they br they bring Sean Murphy bunting back. He showed some good things. And in zone, he's a much different player than in man. We saw right. him get beat deep in a lot of man situations last year, uh, last year. If they can help mask some of that with scheme, if they can maybe bring in a safety that can help, maybe they found one last year and some of the guys that they – deployed back there late in the season, then you have a chance. I think that Sean Murphy's bunting is absolutely an acceptable cornerback two 
in this league, 27 years old too. You don't have to worry about him getting old on you. You don't have to worry about him making rookie mistakes. He's a veteran. He knows what it takes to win in this league. He knows how to play the position. He's a smart guy. He's tough-nosed, Austin. He makes a lot of big-time tackles mm-hmm. with uh, you know in the open field out there. I think that part of his game sometimes flies under the radar because of the Titans' struggles in pass defense. But I think that there's a 65% chance that Sean Murphy bunting returns. Um, Shane Bowen returning, I think, plays a big part in that if Bowen returns. I think that that percentage shoots all the way up to about 80%. So I'm pretty high on Sean Murphy bunting making his return next year. I think that's too high. I, I, I don't disagree with the points that you made. I think the percentage is too high. I'm going to say 45%. Real close to riding it, that fence. Oh, yeah, but I'm under it. I, I, uh-huh. But I think it's a high percentage of like, oh, Titans or the field, right? Like Sean Murphy bunting to go back to the Titans or go to 30 other NFL teams because I don't think he's going to go back to Tampa. But so it's, you know, I think it's a lower percentage, but still a good chance for that to happen. So that's where I say 45% chance. Um, I think we're going to have another show uh, throughout this offseason about Christian Fulton individually. So I don't want to get too deep into that, but I think the door could be back open uh, for Christian Fulton. And so, but I still think I, I would be pro bringing Sean Murphy bunting back for another year. I think he's a good locker room guy. He's been around the block in the NFL for quite a while. He's talented. He fits the, the attitude, like the dude, the hard tackler, he wants to go out there and make plays. He made some really good plays in a bad, a couple of bad spots. Um, you know, he was very like up and down roller coaster ride, but that's kind of the nature of the position. And so I, I, I would be pro Sean Murphy Bunting being back. We talked about, or at least I mentioned, having bringing in a known commodity like T Higgins instead of rolling the dice in the draft at wide receiver. That's kind of the situation you have at cornerback, right? You're going to sign somebody, but what are you going to do with that other spot? Are you going to bring back SMB or Fulton, who you kind of know what they bring to the table, and you know their skill sets, you're familiar with those skill sets? Or do you roll the dice and start a rookie cornerback out there across from whoever they sign in free agency? I think that that's a big risk, and uh, you know I don't know that that's the right way to approach it when you have all this money and you've got the draft picks that you have. So I, I think that bringing back Sean Murphy Bunting would – kind of in a way help the Titans save a little bit more um, when it comes to paying two corners instead of one or drafting one and, you know, really rolling the dice and seeing whether or not he can stack up in this league. You know that Sean Murphy Bunting can do the job out there. Yeah. I think you bring him back. He's not going to break the bank. It makes sense. All right. So uh, real quick, I want to get to some super chat comments that just had a couple of new ones come in. Lou man says, hit that like button. Yes, please hit the like button on Facebook and on YouTube for us. Please. The like button goes a long way for the algorithms to make our show even bigger and better uh, for you guys. So uh, super chats to come in as uh, more people will hit the like button because so many people are watching that have not hit the like button. Like I'm looking at, man, there is like 250 people on YouTube right now that haven't liked the show. Like what you, just, just hit the like button. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, so you just hide the chat, hit the like button on your phone and then bring the chat back up. Andre super chat comes in, says Titans did a true number one corner, number one wide receiver to pair with D hop a starved wolf at pass rusher and a brick wall on the edges of the O-line still two years away or two years out boys, but on the way. I mean, yeah, this is not a one year rebuild by any means. Uh, but I, I do think, uh, you know, Andre is not off with what he's saying there. Um, he looks at, uh, Andre comes back Spears slash Henry equals Johnson slash white minus 
Parker slash Bettis. I don't know what math equation Andre is doing. Um, Johnson and White. Which Johnson and White is this? Those are two very um, generic, vague names that come. They go Johnson White. Is there a Johnson White that I'm? Oh, Chris Johnson, Lindell White. Yes. Why did that not pop into my mind earlier? I don't know. I, I, I just feel like CJ2K and Lindale is kind of the yeah. easier way. Like Johnson and White, very common last names. It's easier to separate them, I think, on CJ2K. Yeah. CJ and Lindale. Hey, it makes sense. I see what you're but, saying, but, Andre. But I, I don't think that CJ and Lindale were the same as Henry and Spears at all. And I also don't think they're the same as Willie, Fast Willie Parker and Jerome Bettis. I don't think any of those three running back tandems represent anything common. I think I, I think if the Titans were in a position to contend for the AFC next season, I think that they would want to bring Henry back. However, I think that they're trying to turn the page on offense. And, you know, Henry's had some great years here, but I do think that he's willing, you know, he wants to change as well. Wants to, wants to, wants to get back to winning. Like, that's all Derrick Henry's known since he's been with the Titans is winning. And the last year and a half, it's kind of evaporated. So I'm sure that he wants to get back into that before his career is all said and done. Um, if the Titans were in a position to, to make a run for the Super Bowl, I think Henry comes back, but they're not. And that's yeah. the reality we're facing. Uh, then Andre says, bring SMB back to be the number two where he really needs to be. And McCreary goes to the slot. Yes. I think Roger McCreary in the slot, Sean Murphy bunting is your number two and getting somebody in free agent. Like my guy, Wuzier at your number one. Okay. Now you're, now you're doing something. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, Darren super chat comes in here and says, unless you're willing to give Henry only 10 carries per game, strictly play him only in the red zone. I'm strongly wondering why you'd keep him Sean Murphy bunting and stay. I think uh, what Darren says there, a lot of uh, we can agree with, and a lot of the the points that have been made for both Derek Henry and for Sean Murphy bunting. Um, All right, Jack, it is trivia time as always. Here we go. First, a shout out to our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go to make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see, hey, uh, go say hi to our friend Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon and online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Jack, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, hit your button. Okay. All righty, here we go. Ignore the ad at the bottom of the screen. I've tried all morning to get rid of it. It won't go away. <laughs> We're going to go to NFL trivia, right? No, not NFL first. I, here's Because you have not been on trivia in a while, so here's the rules. Right. I picked the first category, and then somebody from the chat picks the second category. So I see Jeff says chain restaurants as the second. So I'm going to go with television for the first. Okay. Emma Roberts, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Abigail Breslin starred in this satirical slasher comedy that aired on Fox from 2015 to 2016. I have no idea. Jamie Lee Curtis is, I think that's the clue. I think that that's the giveaway. Jamie Lee Curtis, because she was... But for just two years? Mm Mm-hmm. What's now, that? There, there's a show with that meme of her that's that's a viral meme. Well, we're getting scream queens coming from a couple people, and that sounds like, yeah, I wouldn't know. Jack in black is going sc- scream. So I would type in scream, yeah, scream queens, and put that in the box. All right, here we go. We're running it. 
Bang. Okay. One for one. I've never heard of it. Uh, so chain restaurants is next because that's what Jeff wanted. Okay. Chain restaurants. And Austin, if I need to maximize the screen, you can just let me know and I'll go you ahead. You can zoom that. it in a little bit, but I think you're okay for the most part. Okay. Let's try this. Okay. Uh, coming in chocolate, cherry, and butterscotch varieties. The Dilly Bar is an ice cream associated with what chain? I believe that's an ice cream. Coming is, that a, in chocolate... is that a typo? Yes, it's a typo. <laughs> coming in chocolate, cherry, and butterscotch varieties. The Dilly Bar is an ice cream associated with what chain? Wow. Ice cream chains. I'm thinking. Do you know this? I'm thinking Bluebell. I'm thinking Ben and Jerry's. I'm thinking Baskin Robbins. Chain restaurants. So it's who has oh, restaurants? The Dilly Bar. Huh. We're getting a lot of comments. They, okay. It's Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen, huh? See, I'm, I'm not is, a Dairy Queen frequenter. Which is interesting because so, we had Stream Queen, Scream Queens, and now Dairy Queen in the first two team. answers. Yeah, maybe. All right, we're going to run Dairy Queen. Let's do it. Two for two. Way to go, chat. You're keeping us alive. All right. Next category. Let's go with movies. Movies. If you watch the Titan Up podcast, you know this is probably not my strong suit. Following the death of his grandfather, 12-year-old Billy Haywood becomes the owner and late manager of the Minnesota Twins in this 1994 sports comedy film. Uh, which one? It, uh, it's not the rookie. It's, not, it's I know it's I know it's the little either. kid. No. It, yeah, um, little big league. That's what it is. Little big league. That's right. That's right. Good, good call. Good call. Good call from Matt. Uh, I get little big league and uh rookie of the year. Uh, that's right mm -hmm. okay little big league we're three for three good job moving along austin what's category four let's go with uh go with cars cars with a unibody frame and, tr and a transverse mounted engine the ridgeline is the only pickup truck model currently produced by this automobile brand the ridgeline mm -hmm. only pickup truck model produced by this automobile brand Automobile brand, the Ridgeline. Do you know Jack? No, I know it. I know. I would. It. I would guess. The, I would the guess chat's all over it. What does the chat say? It is not. It is not Hyundai. Hyundai what, does not have a truck, to my knowledge. Okay. See that that would be the only one that I could have thought of. So Honda. Honda. We're running Honda, Honda and we're baby. correct. There we go. We can't miss all a right. truck question in Tennessee. Let's uh, let's do golf. This American golfer had a dominant 2015 that included winning the Masters, U.S. Open, FedEx Cup, and finishing second at the PGA Championship. U.S. Oh. golfer in 2015 won the Masters, the U.S. Open, the FedEx Cup, and finished second at the PGA Championship. Huh. U.S. golfer nearly pulling the sweep. Is this Brooks Kepka? It's got to be Brooks Kepka. 2015 feels like so long ago. I know. And Kepka, I don't think that Justin or Jordan Thomas had a run Spieth? like this. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know that Spieth did no. that. 2015 was, was nearly 10 years ago. I think Kepka. Kepka sounds right to me. I don't know. I think this is Jordan Spieth. Kepka was more, Kepka's run was more recent. I see somebody says Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson was was like 2011, 12 time. I think it's Spieth because okay. this feels like Spieth era. Okay. Well, we're going to run it. 
Okay. Got it. Good call, Austin. All right, Good Jack. Call. This might be uh, your first celebrity mashup. Are you ready for it? <laughs> Let's do it. Have you? Do you know what's about to happen here? Yes, I know the game. Okay. Okay. This is this is trouble. Can you can you zoom in for us, like with your mouse cursor? There you go. Let's get a little closer. Okay. Yeah, that perfect. That now scroll up a little bit. There we go. All right. All right. Oh. I'm getting nothing. I, I, there's nothing that is coming to mind. Right <laughs> Devin says that's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm trying to piece it together. It looks like he. I don't know. That's not Seth Rogen. Oh, it could be Seth Rogen with the hair because he has aged. Although I don't yeah, feel but like he's Seth Rogen's thing. not that. That, that jawline. Seth no Rogen is known for his jawline. Yeah, no offense. This person's way more attractive uh, than Seth Rogen. Who is Viggo Mortensen? Because I have no idea who that is. I don't know, but I feel like this answer is going to be some guys I've never heard of. Oh, let's see how we spell this. V-I-G-G. V-I-G-O? V-I-G-G. There's yeah. one. Are you doing that? Uh, sure, yeah, hit select. Okay, one more answer. I guess was Viggo the inside? I see. I don't know who Viggo Mortensen is. Yeah, so Mortensen's the face is what people are saying. Okay, we got to find the hair. Who is that? John is it? Is it John Stewart could be a good one, but I don't think that's John Stewart. I'm not getting John Stewart here. John Stewart is. People are saying Como. Como, which one? Chris. Or Andrew, I don't, I don't, I don't think he looks like any, anything like either of them. Should uh, we just try it? Is that how you spell it? No. I don't know. Yes, it is. All right, I'm gonna Did try he, it. Hold on, people are saying Chris. I don't know. I'm. I'm just gonna try it. I don't think it looks like either of them. But right. you, you, you want to do Chris? Okay, do Chris. Do Chris. Yeah. Oh. I would like to see who it was. Does it not tell me? Well, we can come back after. We have to get okay. the – we can't miss anymore. All right, so now you can zoom back out a hair. All right, so now let's go to uh, music. This legendary rock band's classic lined up from 1964 to 1978 consisted of lead vocalist Roger Daltrey, Guitarist Pete Townshend, bassist John Entwistle, and drummer Keith Moon. Legendary rock bands, classic lineup. Okay. Is who? The Who. Were, were we feel good about this? I, I, yeah. Okay. The Who is correct. Moving right. on. NBA. All right. Hopefully I can contribute here. We always After, save NFL for last. <laughs> After seven seasons in Portland, Nicholas Batum got traded to this Eastern Conference team in 2015 where he'd receive a big $120 million contract extension in 2016. I believe this is the Charlotte Hornets. Do you think the chat said. Batum, uh, you think the Hornets gave $120 million to somebody? Yeah, yeah, because the Hornets would give $120 million to Nicholas Batum. People are, I, I mean, people are agreeing with you, Charlotte. I, say Charlotte I, think Hornets. I, I think it's the Hornets. I know, I know NBA. We got it. Okay, okay good. Oof. All right. All right, NFL, finally. The NFC, this NFC team was 11 and 2 when their Pro Bowl starting quarterback got injured during the 1990 season. 
but got led to a Super Bowl victory by backup Jeff Hostetler. 11 and 2, NFC team, Pro Bowl QB goes down in 1990. Jeff Hostetler comes in to win the Super Bowl. This predates my birth. Yes, this is, and the chat's all over it, the New York football giants. Yes. So yes, we want to double dip. Yeah, we're double dipping. We're double we're uh, single dip. So where do we right, go? Click, click on celebrity matchup. Mashup. Okay, so we got Vigo correct. Oh gosh. Back to so this we need guy. to we need to zoom in and so we can get the outside of this. People are saying and Jeff says Seth Rogan. I don't think Seth Rogan's a bad guess. The hair okay. is Seth, the hair is giving Seth Rogan. All right, people are, I think we should go Seth Rogen. Ah, oh, man, I was not expecting this. Do we get it? Oh, we have to type in Vigo again. Oh. Got it. Oh, we got it. It was Seth Rogen. Oh, oh wow. Gosh, I cannot believe that. Good job. I need to, I have to apologize to Seth Rogen because I said that that person was more attractive than Seth Rogen is. So, hey, maybe uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen's had a glow up recently. This Viggo guess- Mortensen character seems to have a nice jawline on him to, to look like <laughs> that with a ma- mashup of Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, congratulations for that. 40% off of our gear uh, at A to Z Sport, a uh, shop. I did see this. Uh, Matt says it's Seth Rogen and give me my 40% off the store. So 40% <laughs> off for shop.adzsportsnational.com. Let me go ahead and grab the link to share with you guys. Uh, we still have gear left. Please buy the stuff because the sooner we buy the stuff and it's no longer with our current merch department, we get to go do bigger, better, more fun things with merch moving forward. Uh, so whatever sizes we have, that's all we need and that's all we have. And we need it to be gone so we can uh, set up our new merch system uh, for this year. So please check that out. Shop.adzsportsnational.com. Everything is already uh, slashed down 40% off. So Jack, great show. Uh, you'll be back again tomorrow on the show because Sam is at the senior bowl. He will have a special edition Titans at two senior bowl edition later today. I want to say around midday, lunchtime-ish. We'll kind of figure that out as things start to roll in from the Senior Bowl content. For more Senior Bowl content, go check out A to Z Sports Film Room on YouTube, Instagram, and on TikTok. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok for A to Z Sports Film Room. And uh, yeah, Lucas has a magic bucket note. Jack, do you have something? Santa's coming to town tomorrow, people. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm checking. The, I'm checking my lists. All right, naughty and nice. Kane, you're on the naughty list. You got to get on the nice list tomorrow. Santa's in town. There you go. All right, that'll be it for us. Make sure you hit that like button on the way out the door. Please, always more people watching, hit the like button. Like button goes a long way for us. And we appreciate it as always. So Titans at two from the Senior Bowl coming up at some point midday today. Buck Rising Live for A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. We'll catch you guys tomorrow morning on a Thursday. Appreciate it as always.